0: As always, welcome to Destination Sasquatch. My name is Paul Bowen. And Reggie Bird. We are here to talk about Sasquatch, talk about our friendship, talk about our adventures. We've got a lot to come. Today's topic, we have a souvenir shop. We've Mm -hmm. talked about this in other podcasts. Reggie and I decided to quit our full-time jobs. Yep. And we opened up a business together. It's a, a, a souvenir shop in Walla Walla, Washington. And the intention was to give us an opportunity to build the business, build the brand of mm-hmm. Destination Sasquatch, which is what we're doing now. Yep. But our souvenir shop has a big Sasquatch presence, right? Oh, for sure. Yep. What are some of the things that we carry in our souvenir shop?
1: Uh, well, first of all, we carry a uh, cast that was... Uh... You know, the Paul Freeman cast from the um, Freeman film, yep. 1994, uh, D-Duck Springs. We also carry the uh, Patterson-Gilman uh, cast that was cast the day um, 1967 Bluff Creek, California, yeah. um, uh, verified by Dr. Jeff Noldrum himself.
0: We also have her boyfriend's cast. Oh, yes. Yeah, and that's right. Something that a lot of people don't know about. Uh, the fact that in that original Patterson Gimlin film, there were actually two sets of casts that they uh, uh, cast, that, or two, te- two, two sets of tracks mm-hmm. from two different Sasquatch that they cast that day. There was a much larger, uh, presumably male. Uh, uh, Sasquatch that left tracks mm-hmm. that were, were cast that day by uh, Bob Gimlin. And I didn't Roger even Patterson. know that
1: until, uh, you know, we met, Jeff with, Kavis, yeah, uh,
0: met with Jeff. Gave us a copy. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. not a lot of people know that. No, because it wasn't on film because the big one wasn't on film. The, the, the male presumably the male wasn't on film. Mm-hmm. So we just refer to it as Patty's boyfriend. But it's, yeah, it's a confirmed track by Dr. Dr. Jeff Meldrum It just never gets talked about. Mm-hmm. But one of the more interesting things about our store and the fact that we have a uh, a large presence of Sasquatch in the store mm-hmm. is that we get a lot of uh, people who are either on the fence, or they've made up their mind to keep it closed. Uh, yeah, they don't want to hear any of it, or they believe they've had some experience enough to make them believe in Sasquatch. Oh yeah, it typically fits into one of those three categories, mm-hmm. right? And so we wanted to talk today about like what are some of the questions that we get asked the most? What are some of the, uh, you know, fr- from doubters or from skeptics, what are some of the comments that we get the most? And what do we typically say to those people? And, yeah. and, and I'll be the first person to say that a lot of those answers have changed over the years. Oh, over yeah, the course. Of sure. As, as we've developed knowledge um, about Sasquatch through our own experiences, mm-hmm. some of those answers might have changed. And for the most part, it's changed from not sure yep. to here's what we think. Exactly.
1: Because um, usually I would give a, you know, in the past I would give a generic answer, but now I kind of base it off of our experiences. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes from a, a more personal
0: uh, place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Personal experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can kind of back it up. Yep. Yep. So we'll get right into it. We have a list of questions that we wanted to cover in no particular order. Yeah. Uh, We'll just throw out some questions and kind of tell you what we typically tell people and and our justification. So one of the biggest pieces of uh, uh, pushback or, or question is, why haven't we had a body? Where are the bodies? Yeah. And so a lot of people will come into the store and they'll say something to the effect of, well, gosh, you, you know, you, you would think you would have, we would have stumbled across a skeleton exactly. at some point. You know, somebody would have stumbled across a skeleton of one are these Sasquatch at some point. So we would have the body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what do we say?
1: I mean, first of all, uh, one theory out there is that they bury their dead. You know, okay. um, like you were saying, um, I, I I don't know quite how to put it into uh, words, but you, what when you were watching the documentary with the gorillas oh, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. how they interact with their dead.
0: That's one of my biggest passions mm-hmm. is I love to watch documentaries about gorillas, and I like to watch all the ape species and see how they act. And it just, it blows my mind because it absolutely correlates some of the behaviors that you see gorillas making. Yep. They they correlate with exact behaviors that we see at a sasquatch, and one of those behaviors I was watching a documentary, and I don't remember which one it was, but there are so many excellent documentaries out there about uh, gorillas, but this particular documentary, uh, a juvenile gorilla fell out of a tree and died. Whoa! Yeah, it was sad. But there was all this screaming mourning that went on but the most interesting thing that occurred and these, the photographers and the person that was doing the, the voiceover mm-hmm. was talking about how extraordinary, extraordinary this was to be caught on film. They filmed, uh, the, the, the group of gorillas packing around this, uh, dead carcass wow. for, for a long period of time. I and mean, we are talking days upon days that it was packing it around, dragging it around the jungle forest. And eventually this, it, this, um, uh, the, uh, the 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 group decided to to just let go of the of the Sasquatch when it I guess when it felt right or yeah. not not the Sasquatch the gorilla yes. I guess whenever it felt right, um. But that is one thought that rarely have we ever been in a situation whether it's daytime especially at night where we feel like there isn't at least three oh, Sasquatch. Of course. Yeah, at any time. given time. Yep. Right. So if you're having an encounter most usually we we're, we're getting uh we're, we feel like there are at least 3. Oh yes. And we get the, the 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 question all the time would you kill one and the answer is no because no. you'll never make it out of there with the exactly. body. There are always other sasquatch uh present. Mm-hmm. You know about the only um the The only outlier to that would be something like the sentry that kind of watches over mm-hmm. the group from a distance, mm-hmm. but even then typically they're within earshot they're somewhere yes. around um but th- there there is there is just no way uh that um they're going to leave. One of their dead no, you, relatives you, just laying there on a trail wherever it happens to die. Exactly. If it happens to die of old age, I don't know any animal that doesn't go to the deepest, darkest places. So, oftentimes the wettest because they're looking for moisture, mm-hmm. um, which also aids in the de- decomposition. Exactly. But um, typically they're looking for that darkest place mm-hmm. to die peacefully away from anything include especially and including humans mm-hmm. so you take that into consideration the fact that most sasquatch are going to die very naturally in a dark uh you know deeply forested hard to get to place mm-hmm. that humans can't get to but then you also add into the fact that they may take their dead to that area yeah. as
1: well and so um and then that just leads to also like you were saying earlier decomp- decomposition i mean up in the mountains uh that uh tends to happen very rapidly and. Um, and along with scavengers, you know, taking bones to other places. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, and it's just, you know, so many things, uh, uh, so many reasons why you don't find any bones or bodies, you know.
0: You know, I've lived a, a good portion of my life up in the mountains. And one of the things that I've always said, it kind of ties into one of the other statements of why don't we see them. And, but I, I've, I've never seen a cougar in the wild. Like me either. And I've been up to the mountains um, all, you know all, all the way up through uh cub scouts boy scouts uh, hunting hiking uh, you name it i've mm-hmm. spent motorcycle riding up in the mountain you you name it i've done it up in the mountains and and i've never seen a cougar right so uh one of the things that people ask is as far as the skeletal remains mm-hmm. why haven't we found a bot well i've never seen a cougar live i've sure as heck never seen one dead <laughs> exactly. i've never seen a skeleton it's nope. And it's rare when we go up there. Aren't you kind of even when we run into something like a, a an elk, elk a or, skeleton yeah. or a deer skeleton mm-hmm. or it, um I've never found one completely whole. No. Typically you'll see a skull Small. and nothing else, yep. maybe one other bone. Mm-hmm. Um but it's rare and it even it, to this day it still startles you when you find a skeleton. That's, yeah, for right? sure. With the hundreds of thousands of animals that are up in the uh, the Blue Mountains, you would you you know if you're going to use that assumption of why don't you find bodies of Sasquatch which we're talking about just a few exactly a handful of Sasquatch compared to thousands of deer and it's rare to see a deer skeleton
1: yeah and uh, I I've, I've never seen bare bones up there either right. I mean it's just it'd I be mean, rare yeah
0: so rare you'd have to go where you know you know like I said they go to a kind of a, like a dying ground mm-hmm. you know and then. Add on top of that, we don't know. We don't have any evidences uh, of of, um, of instances where Sasquatch buried their yeah. dead, but that is a possibility. That's mm-hmm. a theory out there, sure. Um, but we know without a, uh, without a doubt. That, um, with the numbers that you're talking about, then you should, if you're going to use that as a theory as to why Sasquatch isn't real, mm-hmm. then you should be able to say, well, if that's the case, then I'm walking up there and I'm seeing bare bones everywhere. everywhere. I'm seeing full Littered. skeletons everywhere. Mm-hmm. And who's to say you haven't ran into a Sasquatch? True, uh, very true. Uh, skeleton, mm-hmm. right? Because I've seen big femurs out in the mm-hmm. out in the woods. You think I'm picking them up and going to pay uh, a do- uh, some uh, clinic to run a DNA analysis no. on it? You're just not, gonna You're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You ship it off somewhere, mm-hmm. and you just chalk it up to a, uh, an elk, elk. Uh, um, a
1: deer, or whatever large you know, an- another large animal out there. Cow, yeah. Moose.
0: Yeah, so we see you'll see bones that uh-huh. are kind of like, oh, that's spooky, but you're not picking them up, taking them back to have them analyzed. Oh, no. So who's to say you haven't seen parts of a sasquatch yep. laying out there? Um, the other thing is you mentioned it, rodents, uh-huh. and we were talking with Dr. Meldrum about that fact. And yes, rodents and and scavengers will pick up bones and take them all over the place. And scatter them throughout the forest. Uh-huh. But in addition to that, when it comes to that DNA analysis, there's not much you can do on those bones when little critters like chipmunks, uh-huh. mice, you know, all those things have been chewing on those bones, yeah. contaminated with their DNA. Uh-huh. Very little you could do anyways. Yeah. Right. All right. So the second question that we were going to answer, it's a question that we get a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why hasn't one been killed? There are a lot of hunters up there. We always get this. Oh, there's so many hunters up there. You'd think that they would have killed it and and, and brought brought back a body. Yeah, we get that all the time. All the time. One of the things that being a hunter myself and somebody that's really enjoyed predator hunting for a long time in my life, um, one of the go-to answers that I give them is... Try hunting coyotes to start mm-hmm. and then start asking yourself, well, why don't we retrieve a Sasquatch? Look at how many coyotes are lost. I mean, I've dropped coyotes, you know, like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. And then they get up and run. And they are uh, oftentimes extremely difficult to track, which even if somebody said that they shot a sasquatch, which has happened mm-hmm. before, and we actually have had reports. If you look up some of the um, uh, journal entries for uh, newspapers up in Canada, there were reports of a small juvenile being uh, brought in alive. Oh, wow. Um, there are reports out of the Blue Mountains from a long time ago where a a, a crew that was working on a, a logging expedition mm-hmm. killed a Sasquatch and the, re, the 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 tribe or the group retaliated yes. and threw rocks against a rail car and locked everybody inside and took the dead body and the next day the people came up and the crew were all huddled inside of a knocked-over oh, train. Man. So we do actually have reports. We've actually uh, seen reports reports of people say yeah i shot it Mm -hmm. but you're never going to find it no here's the thing unless you have an absolute perfect heart shot uh a perfect neck shot humans aren't going to go down gorillas absolutely aren't going to go down most large game aren't going to go down they're going to run a Mm -hmm. long distance and when you're dealing with something with long fur just like a coyote it's very difficult to track uh, because the, the fur absorbs the blood. Mm-hmm. I know that's a little bit graphic, but it's absolutely true. Even if you were to shoot a Sasquatch, good luck tracking it. Yes. And they'll be able to, I, and unless you get those two extremely lethal shots or something right in the head, you are not going to retrieve that Sasquatch no. body. You're not. It's an, yeah, it's just not going to happen. They'll run for miles and miles and miles and miles, and that's assuming that you know that, that 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 you got something that's a lethal shot, but that's going to take something that you know, like a gut shot, that, that's going to take all day for that animal to die. So when you talk about why don't we have a, a dead body, a lot of good reasons why. But I always go back to that logic of my hunting days and saying oh, it's just I've lost so many animals because I couldn't track it or I shot him. Not to mention, you're scared as heck and you're going to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> more than likely not get one of those extremely clean shots.
1: And um, there was a report, there were a few reports saying, uh, of hunters saying that they had uh, Sasquatch in, the, in their crosshairs, but they just couldn't pull the trigger because it looked too human. And yep. so they, they they just couldn't do it. Yeah. And so that, you know, that's another uh, interesting reason why, you know, one hasn't been killed as well.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, One of the other questions that we have is, and I know this is going to sound a little bit crazy for anybody that's a believer, but we get people that say, well, why haven't we captured them on film? (laughs) (laughs) And We laugh because there are so many good videos out there of Sasquatch. Yes. And we can tie this into kind of that other question, which is, why are they always grainy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We get that a lot. Yeah, we get that a lot. But those are for people who will admit that there are other pictures or videos, but we get this huge group of people that are like, well, you have that one from 1967, but other than that, you would think we would have caught one on film.
1: (laughs) What do you say, Reg? Oh, well, we already have them on film. I mean, there's plenty of other film out there uh you know besides the patterson gilman film you have the independence footage you have independence
0: footage is pretty oh, cool
1: oh man it's just clear as day and then um you also have the freeman film which is yep. the second best footage ever you know filmed in, in our opinion
0: and we happen to know uh, a lot of paul freeman i met him a lot when i was younger and and uh and absolutely no way that that uh particular film was faked
1: oh no not a, not even close
0: um but we have the Independence Day footage. Mm-hmm. There are uh, there's some uh, some really amazing. One of our favorite um, uh, analysts, I guess you could call him. Oh, he's yes. got a YouTube channel that's Thinker Thunker. Mm-hmm. Does a fantastic job guy. on Yeah, on a lot of his stuff that he's working on. And there are some amazing films out, and he does an amazing job at breaking them down mm-hmm. and showing why, from a scientific standpoint, f- through his uh, expertise on video analysis and all those things. But uh, we've got the Independence Day footage. There was a, a, a really cool one out of uh, Utah here a couple of years. There's been some great ones out of Utah here a mm-hmm. couple of year, years ago. One where some kids were camping around a campfire, and they didn't even know that the oh, Sasquatch yes. stood up right behind them. I think that was even
1: it. aired on uh, Finding Bigfoot, one of the episodes, yeah. where they uh, um, tried to investigate that one, I believe.
0: Yeah, we've got the turkey hunt mm-hmm. video. Oh, yes. Which Thinker Thunker does a great job of breaking that mm-hmm. one down. We've got some fantastic footage. There's the Ontario footage that was relatively recent oh, of the yeah. tr- uh, throwing the tree. We've got uh, a, a lot of good video footage. If people yeah, will just take just, a look.
1: Yeah, it's a plethora of video out there and evidence. So, But,
0: but what do you say to somebody who says, well, those are all fakes?
1: <laughs> I would just say basically, um, you know, yeah, some of them might be fake, but uh, not all of them are definitely not fake. I would say, you know, look at it through, uh, you know, of course you want to look at it through a scientific lens, but at the same time, you have to know, you know, kind of what it takes to actually fake something like that and, and how, you know, the money that goes into it and the time and the location. It's just so many factors that go into something like that to say it's just, you know, to say it's just fake. I think it doesn't hold any weight.
0: And you have so many eyeballs on this subject, millions and millions of eyeballs out on the internet that are watching. Why in the world would you put? Why would you put yourself through this ridicule? Doesn't make sense if you are if if you don't stand to gain anything. You could look at some of these YouTube channels where it's obvious that a they're maybe trying to make money, maybe trying mm-hmm. to get a laugh out of people, maybe trying to make a name for themselves. But then there are others out there where it's very blatantly obvious Mm -hmm. that they didn't even know how to, barely knew how to upload that video to YouTube in the first place. They're not in it for the money. They're not in it for the notoriety. Look back at the Freeman footage. Mm -hmm. He had nothing to gain. Nothing. You look at some of the pioneers in the industry prior to YouTube, they had nothing to gain. So Mm -hmm. you look at Paul Freeman, why in the world? Assuming that he went out and spent forty to $60,000 on these costumes, right? And then he recorded over his son's birthday oh. party. So he used secondhand tape to record. So you're going to spend 60, upwards of $60,000 on suits. that, And who knows, still couldn't even do as, as good of a job at exactly. faking as, as what that looks. Um, and then you're going to film it on used film. And then there was no way to monetize it. So... He's out sixty grand for the suits. He's got a lot of ridicule. No YouTube. What the hell would you do that, that for? Yeah, that you seems totally You think the totally guy is logical. absolutely insane? Like, that's beyond insane. Oh, yeah. The guy had, didn't have the money to spend on those suits in the first place. Then don't you think a couple of actors would have come out since yeah. then? And say, oh, yeah, I was in the suit. Exactly. No. Just... It, and, and, and not to mention a lot of other things that we know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, about prob- if you look at the uh, Patterson-Gimlin footage. One of the big big issues of that. Now that's been talked about oh, at great length. Yeah. We have nothing more to add. No, uh, the some of the scientific community has done such a great job. Jeff Meldrum mm-hmm. has done such a great job analyzing that. Some great uh, videographers. Mm-hmm. We we don't have anything more to add on that, but except one thing. We taught well. We had the other thing that most people don't know about, and that is her boyfriend's track. So oh, that yep, was kind of cool. Yep. yep. But also, did you know uh, that uh, Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin were actually from this area, and Bob Gimlin still lives in Yakima, just a stone's mm-hmm. throw away from mm-hmm. us here in Walla Walla? They did all their squatching in the Blue Mountains, where we squatch, yes, right, or the vast majority mm-hmm. of it out of Dayton and yep. and uh, uh, and you would. So back uh, back when they filmed that, nineteen sixty-seven, mm-hmm. right. First of all, Hollywood couldn't have. We've, we oh, could yeah. we could put that yeah. to rest, yep. right? That's no done. way that that was. But add in the fact that they did all of their uh, research in the Blue Mountains. Uh-huh. Why the hell are you <laughs> going to spend thousands of dollars in 1967 <laughs> dragging all of your horses down to California to fake a film that makes when no you could have faked it right here at home? Uh-huh. That's like, you have to ask yourself some of those like logical questions when you're discounting uh, sasquatch and i love these people but put no effort into this yeah they just... and then they're just uh, so closed-minded you start thinking about that mm-hmm. you see you really think there are that many completely i'm not even talking about irrational yeah, people these exactly are, these are ludicrous people if you think that they faked this in california if you think that they spent <laughs> 60 grand on a on a on a big old ape not suit and, happen. No. and then uh filmed over their son's birthday party on a cruddy vhs tape just yeah it just doesn't make sense. None of it doesn't make sense. No,
1: no. it's real. No. <laughs> I mean, everything adds up to this thing being completely real. I mean, just if you look at it from the uh, the logistical standpoint, you know, it, it just like you were saying, why would you take all that and go down to California to fake it when the Blue Mountains are more than enough? You know, you have the prime habitat, prime area. You, you, you're used
0: to squatching there. I mean, it just it doesn't add up. No, no, you're not going to waste all that money doing that. You can fake that so right, right so easily right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to fake it, fake it here. Save yourself the two thousand bucks, the wear and tear on your horse, the vehicles, all those things. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, Todd Standing does a great job. I mean, he he's got a lot of uh, talking about video evidence out there. We don't know Todd, no, uh, but we, don't. we just you know, and I and I know uh, there are some people out there who might say, well, no. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, I I know we 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 don't need to hash that out. We're not here to to uh, to no. say anything positive or negative exactly. about Mr. Standing. We don't know him. No. Nope. Um. So typically in those cases, I mean, I know what I've seen on there, and it looks pretty amazing to me. Uh uh-huh. Uh, when you watch that and you, and you look at some of the the Sasquatches that he's gotten on there, you just have to ask yourself once again why. Um. You know, once again, uh, how? Mm-hmm. How in the world? when you're hiking up all that distance? Oh, uh, somebody said one time his girlfriend or wife, or whatever, was a uh, uh, film, uh, a uh, makeup artist. Oh yes, right? yes well, who the hell's going to do makeup 15 miles into the middle of nowhere in Canada and not have any of it? What Are you going to take all that equipment up there and, and do all these monkey face makeup? That is, yeah. Not a chance. Is, yeah, and that's... Uh, I'm not saying yeah. the guy is legit. I'm not saying the guy's bogus. I'm just saying keep yeah, an open mind. Yeah, just keep an huh? open
1: mind. And, you know, like you said, we're, you know, not here to say yay or nay on anything. We're just, you know, putting out the facts, and then you make your decision based on, you know, the facts.
0: Yeah, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Why Why not look at the stuff that he's got?
1: It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I mean, if it could help further, you know, help us understand uh, Sas- Sasquatch or uh, if it's true, you know, then we need to put some boots on the ground in that area if we want to eventually, you know... Um, prove the existence
0: yeah you have to look at everything Mm -hmm. absolutely so the other question that i said we were going to kind of tie into that is why are images blurry people will say why is every image of sasquatch blurry well first of all it's not no i mean some of the most crystal clear footage that we have of course you know talking about todd but uh, also that um the fourth of july independence Mm -hmm. day footage is Mm -hmm. pretty dang clear Uh, uh paul freeman's stuff is clear of course patty's clear um but there are a lot of Fuzzy. Yeah. Shots. Why?
1: And uh, basically, the reason why is because most of the time when you get those pictures, it's coming from people who are not looking for Sasquatch. Right. I mean, they 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 uh they they get their experience out of the blue, you know. Pure they're, luck. Yeah, you know, they're just walking, and all of a sudden you see this big, huge thing, and you freak out, and so you grab your cell phone and you you know try to get a picture. You you know you're not stable by any you, means.
0: You, you mean they're not out there carrying two thousand uh, dollars, <laughs> you know, semi-professional camcorders waiting to, or waiting to capture Sasquatch? Uh, no, nobody's doing that. No, right? they're not. Yeah. You
1: know, so most of the time, that's what you get. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And have you ever – this is what I always – I laugh when people say is Why is it so blurry? Dude, I can't even get a clear shot of my four-year-old foster daughter (laughs) because she moves so much, right? And that's like taking multiple shots, and all of them are blurry. Exactly. Right? So – and then the other thing is the lighting. Oh, it's yeah. It's so tricky up in the mountains where, mm-hmm. where, where Sasquatch typically are. That's hard.
1: Oh, man. You'll be lucky to catch anything in, in a good light. You th-
0: maybe, maybe with Ben's new a- uh, Apple phone, he could probably do it. A, oh, yeah. They, he's, right, he's, but... he's been bragging to us about how good that thing takes pictures. Panoramic. Pan- oh, yeah. <laughs> panoramic. <laughs> so fancy. <laughs> uh, no, hey, yeah, Ben will have his uh, Apple phone up in the blues. and Maybe he can put uh, p- finally put Apple on the Map. There you go. Because nobody knows about them. <laughs> uh, all right. What else do we have? What other questions do we have? Um, here, here's one that we get. Uh-huh. Why don't we see them? <laughs> <laughs> we have friends. We have friends. that. We, here's the problem. Anybody's ever been to Walla Walla, out to the Blue Mountain area, you know what it looks like from the town of Walla Walla yes. if you look up to our blues. But then if you actually get off your butt and go up there yeah it's a totally different oh, ballgame. game right completely you cr- different crest the first foothill and then all of a sudden you're like oh man i wouldn't want to get lost out here yeah it's
1: thick you know you're in the wilderness up there for sure yeah
0: yeah which and there are some i mean that's a small mountain range mm-hmm. compared to the cascades the yeah. rockies some yeah. of these but i'll tell you one thing it's deep mm-hmm. dense dark forested some of the canyons down there you would never like it it, you know going back to hunting there's so many times where you hear that from hunters be like oh man i saw this big buck or i saw this big Mm -hmm. elk but i couldn't get it because there's no way i could get it out of that canyon you know no way you're getting it. it out of that canyon and they're thick dense deep canyons that you can't even hardly traverse no
1: no one's going down there
0: but you know people talk about the fact well why don't we see them well, golly, man! You know how, like, I, like I said before, I've been up to the mountains my entire life and never seen a, a cougar. Mm-hmm. Now I know a lot of people. I, we know cougars exist. Oh yes, <laughs> without not a trying. doubt. <laughs> Paul says there are no cougars. <laughs> <laughs> it's make believe. You yeah. proved to me that that cougars exist. Exactly. No, I, it, we know that cougars exist, but I, I've never seen one. Right? Yeah. And have I. how often do you have you seen bears in the wild? Um, I've never seen a bear. You never have. Nope. I've seen a few, but. Not many. hmm You know there are thousands. How many wolves have you seen in the wild? None. We know there are a lot more wolves up there than, there than there are Sasquatch. Seen tracks. Never seen a wolf, though. And I would venture to guess that a Sasquatch is much more agile. Mm-hmm. Much more adept at their environment and, 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 and uh, a lot more intelligent. Oh, for sure. And a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot more physical uh, ability to traverse, you know, to get oh, get yeah. around, mm-hmm. get up and down and move fast, move quickly. Opposable thumbs yeah. certainly doesn't <laughs> hurt huge. getting yeah. around. But there are so many reasons why people say, well, we don't see it. First of all, we do see them. Mm-hmm. You know, Reggie and I have seen them. Yes. Take us, uh, take that aside because you don't have to believe us, but Look at all of the people that come into our store. Look at all the people that we talk to. Look Mm -hmm. at all the people that are posting on the BFRO. Look at all the people who have nothing to gain except for the fact that they just want somebody to put their shoulder around them or their arm around their shoulder and say, I believe you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it's it's not easy when you do see a Sasquatch to have that feeling of isolation like nobody's going to believe me. Exactly. Right? and you know what you've seen, people are seeing Sasquatch all the time. Oh, yes. You just don't hear about it. They're not coming up to you sharing it no. unless you're a very close family friend or family mm-hmm. member, and even then, you'd be surprised at how many people will walk into the store and divulge information, and their wives will turn around and say, you never told me that. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. Um, but we get this constantly from the most credible people. We had a, a, a lady in here probably in her late 70s in here mm-hmm. not too um, – and uh, was talking about the fact that they saw a, a Sasquatch up uh, in, uh, on Tiger Mountain. Mm-hmm. The description that she gave of Sasquatch and the description that she gave of that, uh, that um, scenario and, an and what yeah. had that encounter, mm-hmm. d- there's no way yeah. that she's going to fake that. There's no way. There's no reason. This is an no- a- absolute sweet lady that's just in here telling a story and she Mm -hmm. was just looking for somebody that would actually believe her and i and and in fact she started out saying you're not going to believe me yeah of course we would but you you start looking at some of the details and there's no way i love it when people bring in details like the smell oh yeah and it aligns with exactly what we encounter Mm -hmm. and the smells that we've had uh typically uh depends upon the time of the year Mm Mm-hmm. In the very hot seasons, oftentimes that's a a, a really rank smell, dead animal, dead animal mm-hmm. mixed with wet dog, mm-hmm. mixed with musk. And I yes. say mask. I had a big American bulldog uh, back in the day, and this this dog, when he would get excited or nervous or something, he would omit this musk. I'm talking gross oh, smell. Wow. And he, I don't know whether he had control over. I don't know whether dogs have control over that. Yeah. it's but this it's like a gland. And it stinks oh. so bad, and it's not a normal smell. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know what what normal smell, but uh, but it doesn't smell good. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying. It doesn't smell like anything. That I'll you've...
1: definitely take your word for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll show you sometime. <laughs> <laughs> we'll follow up on that. But I, 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 no. But that's another smell that that we typically smell is that it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a musk, mm-hmm. and I know that uh, anybody who's got that. Uh, bulldog the big bull you know exactly oh, what yes. i'm talking about yep um but then uh, you know at other times like i said throughout the year it will change but people bring in those stories and they will literally uh identify some things where you you look at them and and of course we lo- love looking at their body language mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. facial expressions some of the details we will ask them questions they're not faking no why would they? Exactly. There's no reason. They have nothing to gain from telling that story. And they never would have known some of these details mm-hmm. had they not had the experience. Exactly.
1: That's the thing that uh stands out to me, some of the details that they know.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the detail it's funny cuz they'll 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 talk about how the forehead looks and they'll look at us like you're not going to believe me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, we have to now because yeah. you wouldn't have known that otherwise. Mm-hmm. That's sagittal crest. All right. So what else do we have as far as questions that people oftentimes ask?
1: Well, you know, some of the simple questions like, uh, well, what do they eat? Is there anything for them to eat up there? Yeah. You and know? we
0: typically come back with they're an omnivore. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, we believe based on and, and what we believe, uh, what we base that on is eyewitness accounts. Mm-hmm. People have seen them ripping into deer, mm-hmm. tearing deer legs off, tearing pig legs off, uh, eating fish, salmon. Yep uh we've seen them eating skunk cabbage mm-hmm. um uh seen them eating a lot of vegetables mm-hmm. there's been reports of eating uh, uh parts of pine cones mm-hmm. uh even tree bark mm-hmm. so much like a human where we're uh for the most part we're uh, omnivores mm-hmm. uh and bears yep. uh, for the most part omnivores and what's interesting is once again i love watching those gorilla documentaries did you know that we're uh they, uh, they're starting to notice a trend in certain groups of, of uh, chimps where they're starting to eat meat. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. They're starting to eat meat more and more and more. And we had a a, a biologist in here the other day that was telling me that, uh, gosh, what did she say that they were eating? Because we know that it's been reported that recently they've been eating bugs, grubs, things of that nature. So they're turning, they're showing that they truly, absolutely have the ability to be omnivore, not just just eat vegetables and fruit. So that's interesting. Yeah, very. Ben was just asking us like a ding dong. He was like, what is. (laughs) Why do you only see one track? Oh. Why do you only see the famous and, and, one and track? Know, yeah, the famous one track question. No, uh, we were going to ask. We were going to ask, ask that question. Um, uh, and sometimes, you know, you'll see uh, they'll say, "Why do you only see a few tracks?" Mm-hmm. Right, so mm-hmm. they'll give us that flexibility, that freedom. <laughs> um, one of the more interesting things about um, as we've spent more time tracking sasquatch Mm -hmm. and i mean that's one of the probably the biggest thing that we look for our tracks yeah yeah um one of the biggest things that you'll find is that uh any track from a uh from a non-hooved animal so uh you know cats Mm -hmm. bears anything with a pad or a paw Mm -hmm. uh, and of course sasquatch uh the 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 tracks that are typically made mm-hmm. uh versus a track made by a hoof um the depth that that track typically goes in uh, is very s- much smaller oh, in like terms really shallow exactly mm-hmm. in 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 uh, in comparison to mm-hmm. a hoofed animal where you've got these edges that really dig in oh. and press into the ground with ease mm-hmm. and so Some people may say, well, gosh, you're talking about a six, seven hundred, eight hundred pound animal. Well, they're going to leave tracks everywhere. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. When you go up there and you start tracking anything, whether you're tracking bobcat, cougar, whatever, try tracking in the middle of the summer (laughs) when everything is so compact, dry, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that dirt is so hard. Mm -hmm. Even if you jump, and we do this all the time, we'll test, test, test. But even if you jump at 240 pounds, you're going to jump up and hit that dirt as hard as mm-hmm. you can and stomp it as hard as you can. The, 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 you're not even really leaving a track, and yeah, that's with sharp barely. edges on our shoes. Mm-hmm. And so you think about that pad that's, uh, that's, that's placed in there. They have to stand in something that's pliable, something that's soft. Mm-hmm. They've got to stand, which is truthfully why we spend a lot of time around water sources, especially yeah. in July. Mm-hmm. But um, the biggest reason that you're only seeing one is because, A, it gets eaten up uh, by other things walking yeah. along that are tearing up, exactly. deteriorating, Weather. wind, mm-hmm. rain. Um, uh, oftentimes, that track that was there a couple of days yeah. later, it's just not going to be as discernible. Now, we'll still pick it out. Yes. And we'll still say that looks like a Sasquatch track, uh-huh. but we'll rate it on a scale of 0 to 100. And rarely are you getting anything above a 90% exactly. just because of the conditions, the elements. Uh-huh. Just because elk or moose or other animals will step on it and distort the track yep. and kind of ruin it. Humans may have stepped. We see that all the time um, where yep. a human may have stepped on one. Um, but major, vast majority is you'll get one uh-huh. in a soft softer spot to leave a really good decent track and that's really difficult to come across yeah very but try coming up with several they've got to hit those soft spots on a frequent basis and an animal as intelligent as a sasquatch Mm -hmm. is probably going to avoid leaving those tracks yeah and and the stride on those things on
1: the sasquatch so i mean they might hit one area where you know you can get a decent track but then the next step yep they're completely out of that terrain
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely what um what uh, the, the the other thing that we um that we oftentimes uh, forget when we're talking about you know the the question of why are there why why do you typically only see one well, we have seen many trackways. Mm-hmm. I've seen a trackway myself personally. We have the five-mile, or excuse me, the, the five-points the, the five points, track yep. uh, above Walla Walla that mm-hmm. Dr. Meldrum investigated. Um and we've got uh, a trackway that uh, was discovered up Mill Creek oh, yeah. uh, back in the ni- uh, mid-90s. And mm-hmm. we're, so when we're saying trackway, we're talking about many, many, many tracks mm-hmm. that went on for miles. And a lot of people in the community went up and followed these tracks and, and were able to see how many miles they went. Um, in the case of the five points track, you had juvenile track, you've got yep. large tracks. You've got, it was obvious. It was made obvious to the trackers at that time when the juvenile was picked up and carried. Oh. I mean, they, they, they were able to, to, to capture all this. So we do have yes. evidence of track ways. It's just that the vast majority of the time, it's kind of like, you know, when you go hiking up in the, uh, up in the mountains, how often would you say it would just be plain as day you could track the same exact individual throughout the mountains. You wouldn't. It's
1: impossible.
0: Maybe if it was the middle of uh, of July and it was dusty and they stayed right on the trail, <laughs> and you're, you're you're tracking their the, the soles of their shoes, mm-hmm. but they get off that trail.
1: Oh, they're gone. It's
0: very difficult. Then you start looking at secondary features. Mm-hmm. You're looking at, at at things that have been laid down mm-hmm. and compacted. So you're not necessarily looking at the track itself. Exactly. Or the tra- for the track itself, you're looking for indentations. Mm-hmm. Um, And so the the vast, vast, vast majority of tracks that you're going to see, and you may call it a 40% positive Mm -hmm. track, 60% positive track, um, meaning, there's a 60% likelihood that that's it's a Sasquatch, Sasquatch track, in yeah. our opinion. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the vast, vast, vast majority of those are in, in that range, in that 20% range. And you get up into the 80 or 90%, you're dealing with typically only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you would if somebody was trying to avoid you in the mountains and they walked along a path for a little way. I mean, even in a soft, soft uh, terrain, if they went barefoot, um the 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 vast majority of their of their tracks are going to be uh indiscernible they're mm-hmm. they're going to be covered up by nature yep. covered up by their animals, et cetera uh but you start to get into the idea that it went off that perfect trail, yeah, and then you're just done yeah yeah, now you're just looking to see where you can catch up with it maybe a half a mile later and yep. find one more track exactly yeah, so it is challenging Ben did that help? Good <laughs> 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 appreciate that. Uh, hey, folks at home, uh, listening on the road, watching us on YouTube, please check us out. Visit yes. some of our sponsors. We get paid uh, through some of our marketing programs and some of our sponsorships uh, to keep this going and to keep providing this for free. And we want to keep doing this. We yes. want to keep the research going. We're so excited about this upcoming squash oh, season. Yes. Uh, We are ready to get the Mobile Command Center out in the blues and get some great video footage. I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to go really deep this year. We're putting ourselves really uh, in some, uh, we've got plans to put ourselves in some awkward and some interesting situations (laughs) really deep in the woods. So we can't wait to bring that to you. But in the meantime, if you would, take time out, share with all of your friends on Facebook uh destination sasquatch and encourage them because the because the more viewers that we get the more subscribers that we get Mm -hmm. the better likelihood that our research will be able to continue.
1: continue yes and thank you
0: thank you so much